Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I woke up in the middle of the night with some ideas and thoughts. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> well, first, can I do a little introduction so, so yeah. everyone knows? Yeah, why do I have baby deer searching for food? <laughs> <laughs> Cam, that is Cam your is, thought? Cam is a baby deer searching for food. <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's, that's what you think of in the middle of the night? Yeah. <laughs> What the hell is it? Hi everyone, it's Karen Lee. And Cam Poder. And welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. This is episode six. It is a crazy episode. It's we- not it's it's not that crazy. It's it's actually very like Real. It's a real episode. It was pretty crazy for me. We basically interviewed a girl I used to hook up with who is a stand-up comic. And uh, it was funny. It was a little awkward. It was moving. It was great. I think everyone learned from it. Everyone. Including me. Oh, really? Yeah, I learned some stuff from it. Okay. About my sex life? Yeah, uh, and hers. Did it surprise? (laughs) And and what? Go on. Well, she, she was in a form of a cult. And she managed to escape. Yeah, that, that is something we learned about as well. I think you guys are all going to love hearing from Michelle because she's really honest about her sexual encounter with Cam, how she felt, and it kind of gives you both perspectives, a girl's perspective and a guy's perspective of what went on. And you kind of uh, arbitrated, I guess, kind of fairly. I mean, you I was kind of expecting you to take my side a little more, but no, you were... <laughs> You took her side a fair amount. I didn't mean to take anybody's side. I was just trying to see both both points of view. It was it was all good. I think you know in the end, everybody got you know what they needed to say out, and I think she's you know looking. She's going to look at it differently, and you're going to look at it differently now that you guys have talked about it. I feel like we're much closer now. That's good. Yeah, it was a great experience. Yeah, I wish everybody could talk like this so openly. Yeah, and she had some interesting viewpoints about how she feels that. Uh, what would happen if she was with a guy and and just had sex? You know, really. You know, like in other words, she had she had a different perspective about. Well, she gives she gives the modern perspective from a, a woman's standpoint. Yeah, about what she thinks men think about women who are too easy, which, me, eh, you know, I, I I don't know that I I agree with her on that, but. I think she she wants to be herself, but she's got all this external pressure from girls saying, play the, play the games and all that kind of crap that 20-year-olds play. Yeah, yeah. How old is she anyway? <sighs> I'm not sure. She, I think maybe 28 or 29. Mm-hmm. She's adorable. She's adorable. She's hilarious. Yeah. We had a great time. So uh, yeah. thank you guys for listening. Yeah. And uh, call into oh. our hotline, ask some questions, and we'll get yeah. to them in the future. And it would really be helpful if we could get your uh, feedback on what you learned and what you thought about what we talked about, because that would be very helpful to know if uh, you agreed with us or not. Yeah. Do, what, do whatever you need to do to get, to get in touch with us. Tweet at us, leave us voicemails, you know, ST with my mom. Just yeah, send some love. Talk, look, look for sex talk with my mom. 
Yeah. And on a, on a follow-up from some of our prior episodes, I would like to say that I am still communicating with the shit eater. Oh, really? Yes. I'm still communicating with him. It, he, he, You know what? He is up the ante. We're getting, it's more money now. It's a lot of money. It's over a couple thousand dollars. And I'm not comfortable at all meeting him, but I came up with an alternative solution I wanted to run by you. Oh, yeah. Go on. What if I just had made a deposit to him in a box? <laughs> You're going to send shit in a box to him? Yeah, shit in a box. What? And, and then I don't have any kind of contact whatsoever. But what do you think of that idea? I mean... I mean, it's a lot of money. I would definitely... for some shit in a box. I would 100% send sh- my shit in a box. Yeah, so I'm considering it. I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah, what do you? Yeah, I want to hear us, what the, the listeners think too. Keep us up to date. You know, several thousand dollars for some, you know, a daily normal excrement. I mean, it's free for you, pretty much. I mean, all it costs is your free. food. Yeah, I mean <sighs> that goes that that's a you know that that's a natural resource. Thank you guys for tuning in, yeah. and uh, keep listening. Sex talk with my mom and the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. Okay, I'll do it on fast forward. It's my enemy for flowers and trees. Love y'all. <laughs> Bye. Maybe you should go out with her again. Mom. All right. Bye. Are you recording? Do I have lipstick on my teeth? No. We're not filming. <laughs> Thank like, you for listening to... Pod, sex talk with my mom. Wait, well, I'm sorry, I, I talked over you already. So, I, by the way, I, I, I got decaf, but I think it's regular. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking green. Tea. We're both drinking green tea over here, which is a lot of caffeine for me, as you know. Are you a caffeine drinker? No. Oh, so this is gonna get you a little jittery too. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> jittery is good. All right. So, hi everyone. It's Karen Lee, and it's Cam Poder. And thank you for listening to Sex Talk with My Mom. We have a very special guest today, Rochelle Meese. Hey. <laughs> Rochelle and I uh, took a stand-up class together, and then we did several stand-up performances together. She's hilarious. I agree. I've seen her. Do you have like a Twitter handle that people should follow or a YouTube page? Yeah, um, at Rich Meese. How do you spell that? R-E-E-S-H-M-E-E-S-E. Rich Meese. Rich Meese. She's super funny. You love Reach her. her. Reach I'm, Reach I'm nervous about this sex talk. <laughs> Why are you nervous? I don't know. I've never done this before. Well, you are the first person to come on the show that's actually been in this, like, in, in the in studio the with show. us. Yes. Oh, oh. We oh. did. I don't know if you listened last week. We did have our first guest on, mm-hmm. who was a um, financial domination fetishist. Oh. Yes. So you're going to seem a little less weird. Than, you're going to seem a lot less weird. You're going to seem like an awesome <laughs> guest. So welcome to the you're show. Like Thank you. Completely normal to get guests. But we have a constitution and we don't judge. Oh, you're That's right. Yeah. Fuck. Well, yeah, our constitution, just so you know, and a refresher. For everyone else. Number one, fuck the haters. Number oh, two, haters. be respectful. Number three, follow the gut. And number four, be transparent. Yeah. You can choose to go through any of the. You don't need to do all this. but You're not part <laughs> of our, you don't have to follow the Constitution. But I, do, I would like to say 
that uh, there is a reason that we're bringing Rochelle on the show today. Would you want to go ahead and uh, tell your thoughts? Well, there are a couple reasons that I was excited to have you as a guest. Yeah. Number one, Rochelle um, grew up in a Christian cult. (laughs) True? True or false? (laughs) That's a little extreme wording, but yeah, very, very... um... Conservative, very conservative. So she, she it was not like like the you know drinking the the purple punch and no, that kind of stuff. Okay. I didn't live on a commune. Okay, that I was not like a kibbutz, like you know, Israel. <laughs> no. And the second reason uh, is because uh, Rochelle and I have been intimate at some point in our relationship, which we might want to unpack. I do want to unpack. On, okay, okay, we'll get with to your that. mother. With my mother, I I will see how comfortable I am. I don't know. I I know for certain that I will be the butt of the joke if we okay. go into this. So I just have to mentally prepare. Okay. Okay. Maybe that. That's Rochelle, it. you guys can't see, but Rochelle is covering her mouth because she knows this is humiliating. humiliating she is. For me. She's, she's she's restraining herself, but don't restrain. We okay. need to, a complete ex, a transparent exposure here. I think that's why I said that, that I had a dream, or I woke up in the middle of the night and jotted down. Cam is like a baby deer searching for food what with his head mean? in the headlights. Okay. Like, I don't know, but I was thinking that like, if we were playing the game, never have I ever. And that someone said like, I would probably win every single thing because I'm older and a little more experienced, but you would win. Never have I ever been with someone in a cult. So you win that. Okay, so let's dive in there. So, all right, before we start calling it a cult, was it actually a cult? What what is this thing? Well, it's like kind of like a cult, like Mormonism is a cult. You know what I mean? It's just like you can only marry in the church, and there's only like twelve thousand people, and it's passed down from my grandparents, and there's a lot of rules, like you can't paint your nails, and you can't like dance, and you can't date at all. Is that like an Amish cult? Yeah, it's more, uh, it's kind of like Amish, yeah, or Quaker is more related to Quaker. And you, you wear the whole garb, there's a whole... There's like a veil, and like you wear like long blue jean skirts a lot of the time. Oh, wow. Like and, and you wore all this growing up? Yeah. Wow. Wow. And another question. There's no, like, sexual component here. Like, you have to have sex with the chief or all those kind of things like you oh, see on... Uh, the chief? <laughs> Like, 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 do you have a chief? No. <laughs> I, I've been watching way too much Banshee. Yeah, it's too. You've yeah. been watching the TV version. Yeah, it's nothing like that. No. Okay. Just wanted to make sure that that wasn't an issue. No, it wasn't an issue. What was the sexual etiquette? Um, my dad told me just never unbutton my pants ever <laughs> in front of a man. No, no. way. That's good advice. Good advice. Yeah. That is so funny. So. And did wait, you? I had my first kiss when I was 20 years old. Okay. Oh. Yeah. In college. I went crazy in college. Crazy. I had a kiss. <laughs> Wild chick. Did it have tongue or not? Yes. Oh. I had waited a long time, you understand. <laughs> so. And then and after you had that kiss, did it just go into like full out like craziness? And, and I like, started crying and I said, told him I thought my first kiss was going to be with my husband. <laughs> Was this guy ready to propose? No. He, like, promptly kicked me out. <laughs> it was humiliating. Did he have any clue that you grew up 
in this um, tradition? Al- he knew that I was like really innocent, but I don't he think. He had no idea what yeah, he was in for. No. You're, so you never played Spin the Bottle? No. Wait, but you, the- left the, you left this Christian tradition, yeah. right? Yeah. And when was that? When you entered college? Uh, yeah. I thought it was when she was with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, you're making it out like we've been we did like a ton of hooking up. It was just right. like okay, okay. Uh, it, it was more than a kiss. I'm assuming. It, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like oh, not boy. too much more. Not too much more. Like it. We'll get into. Are you it. judging? Are you breaking the constitution? Yeah, you might. I be am judging. so not be judging. I'm just trying. To, I'm I'm just scooping. I'm just getting the scoop. <laughs> you kidding me? I'm just delving. Anyway. Uh, Oh, Michelle, I'm like the least judgmental, and we will go into that later. Okay. All right. Well, so so you grew up in this in this this cult, and then you you broke apart from the church. Mm-hmm. Was that a was scary it? experience, or was that like yeah? That yeah how did, what went down with that? It was more like a gradual thing. Um, you know, just being in college and meeting different people, and kind of learning about everyone's different religions. It was just kind of. Well, actually, it was my first boyfriend, honestly, that sealed the deal. You oh, know really? What I mean? Yeah. The one with the kiss? No. Oh, he did not want to date me. <laughs> <laughs> what, so your first boy, boyfriend was not yeah. part of the church? No. And so basically, you're like, if I want to be with him, what happened there? Yeah. Um, just like falling in love with him and, and, you know, we were together a really long time. I think that just really made, separated me from... My upbringing. Were you living in a dorm or were you at home? A dorm. Okay. Wait, was it because you wanted to have sex with him that you needed to do that? Or was it because he was just exposing you to different ideas? Um, probably both. <laughs> <laughs> you want to have sex? You got to leave the cult. That's it. Does that include the buttoning of the pants? <laughs> I that did unbutton little... my pants. You unbuttoned your pants. You did. You, you wayward woman, you. <laughs> so do your parents know that... How much do they know about your beliefs and your sex life right now? Do they know you unbuttoned your pants? No. I mean, I am sh- I think they assume. Mm. Do but. they give you a hard time about it or no? Oh, God. We don't talk about it. Please. No. <laughs> we do not talk about that. My mother and I don't either. No. Not at all. <laughs> this is so bizarre. So, like, if, if you're like, you were doing a continuum, would you put your mother on one end and me on the other? Yes. Hundred percent. She can't even if like sex came on TV, she'll just like fast forward it, or she'll be like, "Oh my goodness!" and we can't even watch it. It's awful. I assume she doesn't. She doesn't watch porn. <laughs> no, that is a sin. <laughs> do you? I, I, do I? Not only do I, I. I've interviewed about half a dozen porn stars. I love porn stars. <laughs> she's. she's she happens to be very good friends with several porn stars. Oh wow! Several, oh god, I, they're like literally the most open people to talk to. They're a pleasure, but oh. I probably would enjoy talking to your parents too. So you know what's funny? It, there's like a little bit where you're complete opposites in this way because yeah. your parents were kind of repressive when it came to sex, yeah. and as a result, you went through this whole like sexual awakening. Yeah, and. The complete opposite is with me. <laughs> my mom is extremely open to the point yeah. of pushing me yeah. right. to, to have be sex repressive. In sixth yeah. grade. No, I just <laughs> yeah, it is kind of like a role reversal. Yeah. Pam is is a little more conservative, and I'm a little more liberal minded when it comes to sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So yeah. anyway, wait, but back wait, to you. A, wait, yeah, yeah. Back to you. I want to get into how you got into stand-up a little bit. Okay. Or or comedy. Was it was it related to growing up in this church at all, or was it like, no, I just like this. Um, I well, I found like when I started being opening up as I got older and telling people about like how I grew up and like different my own thought processes people would always be like that's so weird like I was getting huge responses from people (laughs) and I'm kind of an attention whore so I like that so I'm like well why don't I do that in front of more people and I'll get more of a response it is a great idea because people do not have a clue what goes on in those kind of you know I don't know if it's cult like a bad word to say we call it does have like a really negative connotation there's definitely good parts about it it's not all bad Mm, okay is it called like it's not called Amish. Is it called something? Like, is there a name for your group? Yeah, it's called Apostolic Christian Church. Okay, that's that's all. That's a mouthful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And you talk you in your stand up. You talk a lot about growing up in this church mm-hmm. and yeah, and 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 sex and relationships. Yeah. How has that been going for you? Talking about it. Yeah. Um, I'm like I need to delve in more, which I'm kind of been hesitant to do mm-hmm. wait well what does it mean delve in more well i've just been very surface about it but i haven't really i don't think i've really gotten into it too much like the details yeah yeah, yeah. or in terms of what your your upbringing has kind of like is it is it affected the way you are in in the bedroom in the bedroom um i feel like i really appreciate sex and i'm like really happy when i'm doing it like it's like really a great thing for me because it was I never could have it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, now the forbidden any, fruit. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like so present during it. You know what I mean? I'm just That's like wild. this is the best thing ever. And so you didn't you didn't like totally revolt and like turn into this crazy slut like a rebellious like you know <laughs> sex crazed animal after you figured out that you know this is okay and you left like your parents like. guidance well I was with my boyfriend for a long time and we would have sex like every day but um but now that I'm single I still feel like that guilt if I'm just like sleeping around so I don't really yeah well who puts that guilt on you you don't talk to your parents so is was that guilt from yourself um yeah and even my friends will say things it's a societal thing I'm I'm telling you it's, it's what do you mean? Society tells you that you shouldn't be. They're like, any- oh, the guys will never like you if you hook up with them. You know, if oh, you give it out too easy. You know what yeah, I mean? It's right. what it's. You've been talking to the wrong women. You guys, <laughs> we have to talk more about this because you know as well as I do. You know, you deserve to have sex just as much as guys do. Why not? As long as you're safe and doing something you want to do. Who's judging you? Yeah. We remember in our constitution. Fuck the haters. <laughs> <laughs> Is, has it been your experience that guys kind of treat you? What's what is the fear that they're not going to want you after you have sex with them? Or they'll just yeah, or they'll just use you for sex and not treat you well outside the bedroom. Has but been, aren't you using them? What? Wouldn't you be considered using them for sex as well? Yeah, but a lot of times I end up wanting more. Hmm. Oh, you want more of a relationship? Do you? Are you fine just having, having sex, sex and nothing? You know what? I'm in a relationship now, yeah. but there was a period of time that I didn't want um, a relationship, and I had no problem having sex with someone who I enjoyed being with. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't like have random sex with hey, you on the street. I want you come over here and fuck me. No, it wasn't <laughs> like that. 
but there was a period of time where I was not into a relationship. And yes, I enjoyed having sex with people that were just more like friends. Mm-hmm. And I got just as much out of it as they did. Mm-hmm. What about when you were younger? When... when I was younger, it was the same thing. College, when I went to college, it was in the 70s. And it was like, sex was like, okay, there was no AIDS. So like, if you wanted to have sex with a guy, you just go have sex with a guy. And you didn't need to be in a relationship with him to have sex with him. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a product of my upbringing. And I was a little rebellious too. <laughs> my parents were like, you got to be in bed at 12 o'clock when I was a senior in high school. I'm like, what? I'm such a good girl too. I was a goody two-shoes. So <laughs> finally, I was just like, as soon as I got down to college, I had a boyfriend, wrote a little Dear John letter, out the door you go. And oh, I, got the, it's like, I was a kid in a candy store. What? I'm going to stick with one guy? It's crazy. These guys are adorable. Oh, it's a big public, you know, University of Illinois. It's like a party school right now. Uh, and it just was like, it was like, wow, you know, all these guys are here. And it was like, why am I limiting myself to one guy back home? Am I insane? So how, how then do you morph from having just casual sex into if you, what, what happens if you, your feelings do get wrapped up in it and you want something more Then how do you change it or what happens? Well, if it's with the, with the person and it's mutual, you just decide to, st- you know, then you're going to take another step further in that relationship. But I guess... like when, actually, when I met Steve, my current boyfriend, neither of us wanted a relationship. We thought this is just going to be like, you know, we're going to be we're attracted to each other. It's going to be like fun. It's going to be more of like, you know, companionship with sex. He was just a lot younger than me. But it turned out like we start falling for each other big time. So you never know what's going to happen once you start a relationship. But the point is that there's nothing wrong with having a relationship, having a, you know, more of a, a sexual relationship with someone friends with benefits or whatever that is. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, so the, I guess the fear, though, is that you end up, at least in my case, you can end up hooking up with someone and then, you know, becomes lopsided where one person wants wants a relationship and the other person doesn't. And then you're just constantly exposed to this feeling of guilt or rejection or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's always a risk. Anytime you're in any kind of intimate situation with anyone, whether it's even if you're just going on a date with someone, there's a risk that that person's not going to reciprocate your feelings, right? Right. Yeah. So, so but what happened with us? Because you, you... I'm glad you brought that up. You didn't have... You had no interest after. But let, let's go back to the beginning. <laughs> let's start at the very beginning. Okay. Wait. Oh, yeah, because I this think we is... might have different opinions on what happened this is also the weirdest thing i've ever done I'm just gonna <laughs> oh my that god you can't, you're part of the weirdest thing she's ever done <laughs> what is weird about this Deb? talking about this with your mom <laughs> it's called sex talk with my mom i know this is awesome okay let's get into it okay by the way this is nothing this is like this is like kindergarten okay <laughs> this is nothing okay it might be nothing about. for you i would say for both of us it's it's a you got no care. stake in this <laughs> You're just well, observing. You're my flight. son, and you're my—you almost were my daughter-in-law. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, go on. So here's what happened: we met—we met in stand-up class. Yeah. We clearly had an interest in each other. Well, we're very—we're similar on a lot of ways. Right. We definitely our humors. Let's dive into that. Yeah. What ways are you similar? Well, I would say both of our humors are are similar to you know to Woody Allen. We're very neurotic, self-deprecating, self-deprecating, quirky. Our humor tends to be a little intellectual. Yeah, I just feel like we look at the world similarly. Right, right. So clearly, we had we had an attraction. 
there, there's physical attraction for me. There's also, the, I connect with you on a humor level. And then and you tried pers- to set me up with your friend. Well, okay, so this. I, what? Why would you okay, do that if you were Why would he do that? Okay, well, I, first of all, I didn't know that she liked me. So, and, and second of all, she kept saying that she was, you know, very single, that you were doing that a lot in your stand up. So I was like, oh, you should be great. With my friend Alex, who was why with your friend though? Because why, I, if you're attracted to someone, why would you go fix her up with your friend? That doesn't make any sense at all. I really thought they would hit it off. Seriously, oh, you're, you're way too generous. Okay, what the hell is I, that all about? I thought they would hit it off. I I thought it would be a great a great it's shit zero off. Zero sense. It's a fear of intimacy. There's something going oh. on there. All right, all right, relax. It it probably is rooted in a fear of intimacy. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, well, you were seeing someone. Was I? Yeah. I, oh, well, that might I think have you're right. something to do with you fixing her up with your friend instead of you. Maybe. I think you're right. I, yeah. Yeah. Now, now I'm remembering it. That was a thing. Yeah. Okay. Regardless. But we also another part of this class was that we had to sign a, a waiver or like a, a constitution no, for the class with the with the with the class. Yes. Yeah. We oh, had no. to. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was which very, I didn't care about, but Cam obviously was very. <laughs> that was very ethical. Very ethical. Yes. Signed his name. Like, how are they going to figure out that, that you guys broke their contract? They're going to come and have a surveillance cam- camera, like, in your bedroom? And no, like, but it was... out of the stand-up class because you guys had sex? I mean, how are they going to find out? No, but it was more of, like, there's a reason this law is in place. Like, it would get, you know, it's a very intense stand-up how class. We... What type of law? He, he, he wrote a law. The teacher wrote a law. I signed it, and I said I'd agree to it. You I'm a man of my word. Place. You paid for this class. $700. It was a, $700 you paid for a class, and they're telling you who you can fraternize with? Okay, but this is a three-month Let's class. Let's move on. It's a th- right. It's a three-month class. I didn't want to screw it. Like, what if we hooked up and it didn't work out? And then, like, you know, what What if it were, were lopsided? And maybe I, regardless of what happened, it could have led to a very awkward sense. situation. That's probably why they have you sign that thing. Right. That's exactly why. So, But anyway, after the class ended, we went, the first thing... Oh, we, we went to a few dinners together. Mm-hmm. It was very fun. Mm-hmm. And then we went to a concert together. Oh, yeah. And I kissed Rochelle after the concert. And you hated it. It was really awkward. Oh, my God. No, no it... he, said, he said it was like kissing a plank of wood. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, because, because you weren't kissing me back. I don't like kissing in a parking lot full of people it wasn't romantic to me and for me apparently for me i was i didn't see anyone around so i thought this would be an ideal place to kiss because we were gonna head out in separate directions because we hadn't driven together well you were gonna head out in separate directions (laughs) that was not my plan but yes oh right oh oh that's interesting we were at very different pages because i wasn't even sure that you liked me that much and and the way you get her to like you is by calling her a plank of wood Plank of wood. Wait, did I say that there? I don't know when you said it, that but you said it. Not, that's not a very affectionate term. <laughs> you know, that you've never seen that in a Hallmark card. Plank well, imagine of wood. my, imagine my, I'm going, I'm finally getting off all the courage I have to go in for the kiss, and I kiss her, and there's no response. She's, you know. Nothing. I was, well, uh, I was, what was that all about? You have to put that on me? You yeah. It was just me? What, you weren't kissing me back because you were scared about the people in the, in the parking lot. But I don't know. Anyway, it wasn't a great kiss. It Maybe wasn't... I'm a bad kisser. I don't know. No, I think we were just, it was just really uncomfortable because I kind of sprung it on you. Like, I, I'm not, yeah. I wasn't making any, like, physical contact prior to that. 
Yeah. So I think it was kind of. He just kind of out of the clear blue just grabbed her and started kissing her. And she's like, what the fuck is this? Kind of. That's what it felt like on my end. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I did the wrong thing. I don't see, know. I'm, see, that's why we're both too awkward. Yeah. Yeah. It's too. You need someone cool. <laughs> You can handle it. Rochelle, you sound pretty cool. Don't don't, <laughs> don't don't go down that route. All right, so go on. But then, so then, after the plank of wood kiss. Yeah, next. after the plank of wood kiss. The only next thing that I remember. We went hiking. We went on a, a really nice hike. Uh-huh. I was feeling a little neurotic that day. You were? Yeah, a little anxious that day. Why? I don't know. Remember on the hike, I was like really in my head. I don't know. And then we had. You were talking about maybe thinking you were gay. Oh, I was? Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> On our date. Oh, my God, Kim. This is like the, a guidebook to what not to say to a girl on a date. Uh, I was going like, through an ex- To your gay. What the hell is going on? There's way too much information on a first date. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I don't remember talking about that, but I guess I must have. <laughs> like when, yeah, when like, like you're on a date and the guy talks about it, even if he's just like wondering, it's like very weird. It was yeah. something I was dealing with at the time. It was something I, 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 I went to save that for me or your therapist or your best guy friend, I guess. Okay, it, just so the listeners know, it wasn't that I was, I, I wasn't questioning well, I guess I was questioning my sexuality. I wasn't. I, it was something. I, it was an anxiety that I was that you I was dealing with at the time. Judge. She's got her hands over her face like she's about to have a heart attack. <laughs> oh God! So yeah, I I went through a phase where I was like, oh my God, I've never been with a guy before, and I have very strong like friendships with my male friends, and every time I have sex with a girl, I'm I get. I kind of go through this thing where if I don't feel like emotionally invested in the relationship, it gets really uncomfortable for me to be physically intimate with them. And so then I was, so that was, it was a big thing that I had to sort through in my head, which I was doing at the time and probably should not have shared with you. No, you should not have shared that with her, especially when you didn't really know her that well. We knew each other really well. We knew each other really well. We'd just taken a three-month stand-up class together where you see, like... There's knowing someone well in a stand-up class, and then there's knowing someone well, like, intimately. And so that might have been something you could have not overshared so early. No, no, no. I would say that we didn't know each other pretty intimately. We did, yeah. Because stand-up, you do, like, reveal all of your inner secrets. Yeah. And we had spent a ton of time together, but it was just weird conversation for a date. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. It was, and, and I don't remember it, but I'm glad that you brought that back oh, up. What were yeah. your thoughts when it he stuck said with to me. you? What were your thoughts when she, he just divulged that to you while he's attempting to kiss you? <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe he is gay. Like, maybe he is, which is fine with me, but... <laughs> Some could, of your best friends are. It, it could have been a defense mechanism for me, because... Like, I didn't know if I wanted a relationship, and I didn't know how we should, like... Oh, you were pushing me away? It could have been. I'm not sure, but... Not consciously. Not consciously. But anyway, we ended up having a lovely lunch. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then we went back to your place. Right. And you said you had to go to the bathroom. Can I come in? And then you came in, and then you were like, were you going to invite me in? And I was like, I forget what I said, but I think yes. Like, you were like, well, were you going to invite me in? Because I, I didn't so, know if you were interested yeah, in Yeah, so don't put that on me that we hooked up. <laughs> no, I'm not putting it on you. All right, I have a lot of feelings. Keep going. Okay, first of all, I want to I wanna just note, it is, even though in the last podcast episode, I talk about how I had to go to urinate and ended up in this girl's apartment as well. 
That is not my mo. This is a very. Yeah, it's it two, like these are two anomalies. Recurring theme of how you get into people's apartments. <laughs> I. It, it felt like be, a move. Yeah, you know, it's not, it's, it's, there used to be lines like, "Let me show you my stamp collection" or something. <laughs> your, your move is let me pee in your toilet. <laughs> I mean, it, like, do you think she's want to go down on you and give you head if you're peeing? And and it, 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 that's like the, the visual is. I was not a, going for the head. I was not going for head. So here's what you're. So we ended up. Yeah, my mom is like. She's so disappointed right now. Uh, she's humiliated. I'm not humiliated. I'm not judging. That's one of the Constitution rules. Okay, I'm not saying anything. I have no no bias one way or the other. I'm just judgmental free. This is my thing. You always like. I don't want to hook up with someone if I'm not spiritually connected. Then why did you come into my place? Because I was. I was trying to figure that out, and I think in. Also, that offends me when you say that. Why? Because then it's like, oh, you weren't spiritually connected to me. I don't know. It just feels like you're... Well, so here's the thing. I I, I see that. I see why she's saying that. Okay. Relax. <laughs> I love that she's on my side. She's totally on your side. I'm out no, here on the no, wing. No, no. Not, you're not flying alone here. I'm just I, saying that I can I can see both sides here, but you're looking for something and, until you know for sure that you've got this great spiritual connection. You don't want to lead anybody on okay right and then she is thinking well what does that mean i'm you know what you're not spiritually connected we know each other really well so i can see both sides okay Okay. and also i i want to make clear that usually it's related to sex like i feel like that's more where i really need to make sure that we're there uh emotionally and, and spiritually i usually don't know yeah whatever so but anyway, kissing, I was interested in kissing. I think it's a good way to, you know, get to know someone a little bit better. Mm-hmm. To, but I, I, was in, I was into you. I wanted to come in, clearly. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, I would have been like, all right, I'll see you later. And right. I'll go pee in 7-Eleven or something like that. <laughs> but no. Wait, I, you know, this is a good point to stop for a second and just get both of your opinion on this. Because I've talked about this with other people. If a guy or if a girl says, come on up to my room, I want to just kiss. Do guys ever believe that or they they're going to continue to go for more what are yeah, you shaking it's too for? hard to stop it's too hard to stop and then it's like awkward i don't know i have trouble with that too it's like even if you're like i don't think we should have sex like you always get to that point where it's yeah. like about to have sex and then it's like i don't know it's hard well so we ended up getting close to that point well so close to what are you gonna tell her <laughs> well so here's what happened i didn't want to i didn't <laughs> I didn't want to get have sex that day. Yeah, which is fine. I was fine with that. <laughs> but why are you laughing? Because I ended up coming very, very quickly. Oh, here we go again. And, <laughs> wait, set, tell her. What is? What was I going to say? What were you going to say? I don't know what you're thinking. In his underwear. Yeah. Oh. Well, I didn't want to get everywhere on the bed and everything. I'm not even understanding what the hell happened here. What? What? You were kissing, and the next thing you know, you came in, in, in your underwear. I don't. I don't no, know. there was a fondling, and actually, are you gonna tell her? Yes. What, what do you mean? Are you gonna tell her? I don't want to tell. I don't want to tell. I ended up doing a stand-up bit about this and practicing it in front of you. I wish yeah, I had. A, he did practice. Oh, I wish I had. Reco- I think I might have a recording tell her of the clip. What happened? Basically, what ended up happening was that I was not that experienced with fingering. Okay, 
So we start. Not that experience. I wasn't that experienced. I, I, I'm picking up from like what I've seen on porn, he which is. He was hovering. Oh. He was hoverboarding it. What the hell? Hoverboarding it. And I was so confused. I'm like, you are what teasing me. Doing? Just hovering. Like, have you seen a hover hand on the shoulder? That's what he was doing. It wasn't go touching. It was just hovering. I thought there were different types of fingering. Okay. And I didn't know if you're supposed to. I, I, I thought one of them is like vaginal where you're like putting your fingers in. Other other types is like if you're if it's more clit- clitoral and uh, you're okay, on it top. wasn't either of those types because I, I didn't know exactly where the clitoris was i okay, i don't okay. i okay let's stop here for a second all right now now okay now there is a reason i like porn stars because they they actually talk about this i mean there is a there is a you know a, a guy Derek pierce he's a really famous porn star who i talk about a lot and he says it's not, you know, you what you want to do is you want to get the girl to the point of like I'm begging to you to go for the clip because in the meantime you're doing everything else but you is a teasing. I was, so you might I have was thought begging, that he, yeah. He was teasing it, right? Yeah. So, okay, part, so that that was kind of my intention as well. It, I probably knew where the clip was. I just didn't know. I didn't I was trying to tease. Yeah. You were trying it, to tease by hoverboarding? Yeah, and I then I don't know at what point you you're supposed to progress. And then Rochelle was like, You're teasing me. Uh-huh. And I was like, I would teach how, how. He was confused. Confused <laughs> <laughs> how he, because yeah. you didn't, you, you didn't, you were going for some porn move that you saw, which is like the worst thing. Because in porn, nobody gives a shit about the girl's pleasure. They just go for like yeah. whatever the so thing. So how the fuck see. am I supposed to learn otherwise? And then I was like, yeah, didn't wait, your girlfriends like to be? Question. Yeah. So Rochelle asked. Didn't your girlfriends like to be fingered? Which is, by the way... Which is mean to wh- say. That was a mean thing to I'm say. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I feel bad about I, that. I did feel awkward after this. I'm sorry. Didn't okay. your previous girlfriends like when you fingered them? And the truth was, I didn't. I haven't had that serious relationships where we get to the point of talking about exactly what they liked and things That's like that. That's the reason why one-night stands are not good, because... The, generally, a couple's not close enough at that point to. I'm not saying you guys were, but I'm, I'm just yeah. again just talking in generalities. And so, a good thing to always know is you need to know from the person you're with what they like, and that's why communication is really, really important. Right, and I, I would, say, you know, I wasn't. It wasn't like I've, I've been with like several girls. I've hooked up with several girls, but it's just never, and it's not always one night stands. It's just. It will be like three or four times, and at that point, you don't have enough communi- information. Open, yeah, the communication channels are not open enough where you're yeah. able to say exactly what you're like. And yeah, so if people are listening to the show, this is a really, really important thing. If you're going to go into sex right away, know that it's probably not going to be that great because if you're not comfortable communicating about what you like, um, it's it's how is someone supposed to know what you're going to like? Then a guy doesn't have ESP, and every woman. The only way a woman's going to know what makes her excited and calm is by practicing on herself or from prior relationships. So it's up to her to teach the guy what she likes. Yeah. And so for you, you were like thinking maybe your last girlfriend liked the hoverboard, but maybe she didn't. Exactly. She just lied to you about it. But the other thing is, and I think I should make this clear, I... It was probably a while since I had hooked up with the last person, and it might have been different. Like, it's just so sporadic and like for like short stints that I there was no learning experience. Yeah, yeah. So, so. I mean, it, that probably is going to get better as you have more relationships with meaning. But I mean, it could it could happen if 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 we had you know reround that whole tape. I mean. 
Rochelle, you could have said, listen, I don't know what you're doing, but this is what I like. Right. And she kind of did. You, you kind of said that you're mm-hmm. like, you're teasing me, which is yeah. your way of saying, do something different. <laughs> that was a <laughs> real nice way of putting it. Right. And then, so then I left that day and it was, it was fine. It was, I was like, it was, it was nice. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened. What, what do you, where, what, how do you see what happened afterwards? Um, well, are we finished with that whole thing? I don't know. Do you have more questions about it? Either of you? Well, I don't know. I, Cause when I hear you talk about relationships and stuff, it seems like you're putting it on the girl. Like, oh, we're just not connected enough or she just moved too fast or something like that. But it's like, I don't know. For me, I'm like taking that personally, I guess, when you say that. Does that make sense? It makes sense, but I'm not sure that, that that's the, his intention. Yeah, I'm sure it's not. I, I'm a little confused. I just feel like, well, if you aren't willing to like learn how to, I don't know. I don't know. I I feel like I'm putting my foot right. in my mouth. Right, because no, I, I I I'm not offended at whatsoever right now. You you can be honest with me. I I'm just a little. I don't know what you're trying to say. You're like I only get one date, right? Or you don't get multiple dates? Or no, is that not a thing anymore? That's not really. Th- I it's think not- I get multiple dates. I'm just. What usually happens is that I'll start hooking up with someone, and our physical intimacy will be much greater than our emotional intimacy. And oh. for me, that's very jarring. Okay. So, and that's kind of why I wanted to take things slow with you because I wanted to, you know, I yeah. kind of wanted to, okay, we'll get here physically and then mm-hmm. hopefully we'll get here emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so, you're much more comfortable to, to talk to each other about what you guys need. Right. Sexually. Because right. otherwise, right. it's the same thing with giving him a head or hand jab or any of that right. stuff. Because you don't know what he likes unless he tells you. So you could be doing it one way and he could be like, this is the worst. <laughs> this, you know, this is way too fast. This is too slow. And if he's not communicating, you're just going off of, what you think he might like. And right. Here's another thing. Like, I am not very confident with my sexual prowess when mm-hmm. it comes, like, my You've stamina. That. Yes. Like, I tend to come very quickly. Right. So it's very humiliating when that happens. So I want to make sure that the girl's not, like, I feel so comfortable around her oh. that it's not going to be like oh. she's making fun of me. It, it's that plus the, the oh. idea that, like, I don't want to get so physically connected that it makes me seem like I'm more emotionally connected than I am. Oh. So this is a big issue for Cam. So, yeah. and it's something that like, we've also talked about another porn star who was a sex educator, Nina Hartley suggested that before dates, he does a good long masturbatory session. Uh I don't even know if that's a word, (laughs) you know, and if he, if he does that, most likely he will last longer without, you know, you know, quick drama go over there. This is my mother telling me <laughs> to masturbate for long periods of time before going out on dates. Yeah, yeah. Which I've tried. It does not work, by the way. Well, well, you know, let's try, try again. You're also very young. Young guys, you know, don't last as long as the old. And when you're 40, you'll be like, I wish I could come like that. <laughs> yeah, it is better than the opposite, I think. Well, anyway, so after, oh, so are we, are we clear of this? Yeah, we can be. No, if you have more, we could... I had a couple more questions, actually. Uh, I had two written down. One is, would you say I was your best ever? <laughs> oh, my God. And then... She's, she Wait a second. Again, she is laughing so hard. <laughs> she can't even... She can't breathe. And then the second was, has anyone ever compared since? 
Those are two great questions. Can you answer number one, please? You, you were my best ever. Sure. <laughs> best story. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then, so then we ended up. We, so okay. So here's my memory of it. I think we both went out of town, or maybe I went out of town for a while. It, what it, there? It created a stilt in our relationship, or like it created a, a like a time where we weren't seeing each other for a while. Uh huh. And I think we kind of. For me, it seemed like we kind of went separate ways. Uh huh. Like I didn't feel like you were as interested in me. I didn't feel, you know, I didn't feel like our relationship was going as much anywhere. Well, it was, that's how you felt. That was not how you felt? Well, I was just waiting for you to do something. Oh, so I, I actually felt like I was trying to hang out with you and you didn't want to hang out. Oh, I don't remember it like that. It's interesting. There was a communication issue here. Yeah. On yeah. all levels. Yeah. See, I wish people be just more open about talking about sex and talking about relationships, and then we wouldn't need to, pull, you know, play these little games because, like, you liked him, he liked you, and neither one of you guys were making any moves back and forth. And it's like, it's as a just... girl, I've just been told so many times, like, if you make a move, they lose interest because it's all about the chase and like, see, you have that to make yeah. yourself valuable. And that is such a non-cougarish thing to say. It is a non-cougarish thing to say, but I'm telling you, every time I've tried to show interest or be open, it never works out. That's because you've been with the wrong people. Oh. you got to be with someone who respects your confidence, which I love, your sexuality, and you, you're following whatever you want to do in your gut, and you're, you're free. You're, you're, you're a cool chick. So you got you can't be with some guy who's gonna judge you if you're too forward. Who wants to, what is that? A, the frat boy or something? I mean, who, who are you going? You got to go after some you know a guy that's gonna like you for you and yeah. not worry if you're being too aggressive in the bedroom. That's that's like like you know that's a 1950s type of thought process. And that might be where you know you I asked you earlier how much your upbringing might upbringing might have affected your sexuality. Mm-hmm. That might be something like from that. Yeah. I'm not sure, but it might be. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, and then so then we we had that uh, interesting because we we practice comedy together, so we'll write jokes and then we'll we would we would practice them in front of each other and then I had presented you with a story of how I felt after <laughs> our hookup. Yeah. It what was happened? Very, it was funny. It was very funny. It was funny? Yeah. But you were pretty uncomfortable. Was I? Yeah, but understandably so. Like, Yeah, I, it was funny. Yeah. It was just us alone yeah. and you doing stand-up about that. Yeah. So. Well, I was definitely And I would have liked joke. to have heard that. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Maybe I'll find the recording of it and, and paste it to this. But you guys have such a cool friendship, I got to say. Yeah. The, the fact that you could talk this openly together like this about a date that was so yeah. uncomfortable for both of you. And, I mean, really, it's it's quite a conversation that I don't think many, very many, like, you know, couples ever have in their lifetime. Well, all right. Well, you didn't, you got, at some point you got upset with me. Yeah. So, you were doing stand-up about hooking up with a girl and she was like, wanting you to like go down on her and you were acting so disgusted well, and it made me mad okay so this was by the way we told this i told the story in the last episode okay because it was like it was the whole episode was about fetishism and, and yeah. being having dominatrix and yeah. things like and this girl felt like a dominatrix oh, to me did. okay and so the, i started doing stand-up about that and you didn't like this no why not because it's like, if you're not going to be open to learning how to like make a girl feel good, it's like, why, why are you mad that you're single? 
that's kind of how I feel. I'm like, why is it bad for a woman to want you to pleasure her? So it was getting at your, like, it kind of, it was, it was that combined with your feeling yeah. that, that women were telling you that you can't, like, be putting out and... Yeah, and just, like, I don't know. It, it was, it was not hitting you in the right place. No. It hit a nerve, in fact. It hit a nerve. Yeah. yeah. Well, because sorry. you guys have you guys discussed what happened until just now? No, this is the first. That's the first time. This is definitely the first time we talked about this, and I'm, I'm glad you were here to arbitrate. No, I think you guys are amazing the way you've been talking to each other. It's, it's really <laughs> incredible. Yeah, this has been a I great agree. conversation. Are you kidding, Michelle? I mean, this is. I'm glad you're open with him, and this is probably the most helpful feedback he's ever gotten from a, a woman. I mean, really, it, it's probably been very helpful. Is has it been, Cam? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because now you're getting like, oh, this is how I appear to somebody else that, you know, and, and this is what I could do better at. And this is what I can do to, if I want to please a woman, you know, to get her to elicit. Yeah. I don't think, so you're, wait, let me make sure I understand this. So you were upset that I was saying, talk, talk I was based, you thought I was being judgmental of this girl. Yeah. For wanting for being forward about you right. going down on her. Right, right, right. Whereas my thought was not that I was being judgmental of her, but rather I was like, it put me in a place where I was, because of the way that I look at hookups, that I want it to be the spiritual thing, uh-huh. that I don't want it to be, I don't want it to be something that we just jump into and start using each other for sex. It felt to me that she was kind of putting me in a, a precarious position that way. A submissive position, that's for sure. Yeah, where I had no control and like mm. there was like in this she was pushing me to have this non-spiritual sexual encounter. I guess I don't know what a spiritual sexual encounter well, he is. Doesn't, he doesn't want just purely physical. He wants it to have some a, a mental connection and right. he felt that particular episode was a, a complete like he was being dominated by her she was like a little peon that she she was going to squash yeah. <laughs> I, that verb is, yeah that's exactly how i felt and i also thought I, in in that stand-up i i kind of was trying to be the butt of the joke like oh, see i didn't get that like i was trying to be like because it's so rare i think where you see your guys saying that they felt raped Right. Yeah, which right. is refreshing. Yeah. Right. So that's that was the route, not necessarily that I was raped, but the fact that I was taken advantage of. Usually, you don't hear the guy saying, "He fucking like, uh, you know, he wanted to do this, this, and this with me," and I didn't, you know. So. Yeah, I I I think it's weird because when it comes to stand-ups, that you're not really getting like exactly what happened. He's right. pre- a lot of it is over dramatization. Right. And right. it may not even have anything to do with you, but you're like kind of yeah. taking your own personal thing. Cause you never really talked this thing yes, out. That's exactly what it was. Right. Yeah. And I didn't feel at all those things with you. Like I felt like we, okay. you're like, we hadn't done anything. So like, yeah, basically. Yeah. We right. stayed pretty surface level. Literally. Oh, yeah. You did. Literally right. surface level. Hovering <laughs> <laughs> over, over there. And on my end, it had been so long since I hooked up with anybody, so I was like, probably needing it a little too much. Mm, mm, mm. There's nothing wrong with admitting that either. (laughs) But I feel like now we're we're like we grew past it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're doing this. Right. That's amazing. Yeah, this has been good. I think for our relationship. Yeah. Should be. You guys can talk about anything, man. It's a very (laughs) rare occurrence. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, do you have any other questions, Moot? Moot, um, do I have any other questions? Well, I want to hear a little bit more uh, just about your life and your stand-up and what's going on. Yeah, a little check-in. Shall check yeah. A little check-in. Um, I had a really good show this week at the Comedy Store. Oh, it was awesome. really fun. Sick. Yeah. Um, and then before that, I had about five bad shows. <laughs> what, was your, what was your show about and what made it so successful, you think? Um, well, I just talk about like being single and not having anyone to sleep with me. <laughs> and sometimes people get on board with it and sometimes they don't. But this time they were l- just dying at everything I said. Like I could have said anything and they would have died. Oh, so that's awesome. It felt so good. What do you think allowed them to get there? I, I'm trying to figure it out. If I could figure it out, I'd be a millionaire. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think, again, that the audience is not used to having a woman say, I, I need to have sex. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. we were playing, we're kind of playing opposites a little bit. Yeah. I'm, you're saying I need to have sex, and yeah. I'm saying, I don't want it right I'm now. Scared. You're, you're scared, and she's like, I'm so horny, I need to have sex. <laughs> And I've had guys come up to me after being like, I don't believe you that you can't get laid. Like, you're sounding like you're just like, come and fuck me. And he's like, I don't really think that's a message you want to be putting out there. And I think you definitely should get that message out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What were you going to say? I remember telling you after the first time. Oh, I don't remember After our first class where you you made a comment like. um, You 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 talk about like. You said something like any girl can get laid whenever she wants. Wait, I did not say that. Oh, you didn't? No. No, that would not be up. That's not a camp statement. Okay. I did not say that. But I did say something like I was surprised that that you're even experiencing any of these. Oh, yeah. Like hardships. Well, you know, it's a it's an uh, urban legend or something that, that guys think girls can get laid anytime they want. Urban le- Thank you for saying that. I really appreciate you saying that. And it's not true at all. No. Because, first of all, girls are... Not going to just get, yeah, you probably could get laid if you wanted to like go down to, you know, a landscaping truck and pull a landscaper off the truck and show he'd have sex with you, no problem. What's with the landscapers? I think about that sometimes. I mean, because they're the ones that are like howling at everything that yeah. You know that they'll, you, you probably in the right situation could get laid, okay? Right. But if you want to get laid by somebody that you find, you know, attractive and everything, right. it's not that easy. It's really no, not. it's not. And, you, you know, you're just not going to just go walk around naked and go, you know, up to a good-looking guy and say, fuck me now, either. Oh, no, yeah. There's yeah. a whole process that you have to go through. So it is like, a, you know, it's 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 not the way guys think, right? right? It's, it's not that easy. And people my age, my women that are single after being divorced, they really are horny, too. They want to get laid again, you know? Yeah. They want to have, you know, even if it's just casual, but it's not that easy for them. How are they going to go just find this, you know, person that's right. not going to, you know, there's a safety issue. There's all kinds yeah. of, mm-hmm. you know, kooky stalker things that could happen afterwards. Yeah. So, And you want to be turned on, too. So it's like you don't necessarily want just, like, a text at 2 in the morning. You kind of want call. a little bit of, like, something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So are you having a hard time, like, finding guys in the right, like, gyms or coffee shops? Yeah, I have this pattern of being with guys who are emotionally unavailable or, like, don't really want to be with me, which I'm in therapy about right now. So right now I'm attracted – I'm, like, in love with this guy who's – we slept together once and then he freaked out and then he got back with his girlfriend and now he, like, sometimes shows interest and sometimes doesn't. So it's, like – 
And why are you involved with him? See, I'm trying to figure that out. That's something wrong with my brain, right? Because you're going for the bad boys. Girls are always attracted to bad boys until they realize they're not that great. They're yeah. mostly narcissists. Yeah. Hmm. But women do like that guy with the edge. Uh, you know, they like that. It's a challenge. Just like you, uh, as a guy, like, you know, girls that are a little more challenging. You don't know, like girls that are just so, like, you know, you like to have a little conquest. Yeah, the conquest. Yeah. But, you know, it's I mean, it, it happens. It happens. Uh, you got to get you got to get out of like I think Tucker Max says it the best. You're, about, you're quoting Tucker I'm Max. I'm quoting Tucker Max. It's like if you, basically, I mean, this is a paraphrasing, so it's not exactly, but star? it's basically, if you do not demand respect from a guy, yeah, you ain't gonna get respect. Right. Yeah. So I'm trying to work on myself so I feel better about myself. So there that you that go. Comes easier because yeah. if I'm not respecting myself, then someone else won't. Right. I mean, I'm not. I, I'm not saying like you know you have to play games. It's not about games. It's about inner self confidence. Mm-hmm. When you have that inner self confidence, it shows all over. Just like you, it emanates like energy off of you. Yeah. Can I Once you get that, that'll be then you'll have guys. So sometimes, so our senses of humor. This is kind of a little off topic. Our senses of humor tend to be self-deprecating. Yeah. So on stage, we kind of play these very non-confident characters, right? Yeah. That are very insecure. So how do you think like that? Isn't that for me? It feels like a little bit of a feedback loop, where like if I'm playing it and getting positive reinforcement. Yeah, it's not necessarily good for our. Yeah, yeah. I know what I mean. I know what wow. you mean. Yeah. good self awareness. Yeah, yeah. it's hard. It doesn't really help us grow. Right. Exactly. I wonder if you can look into that with other comedians that they had that kind of same sense of humor because there are a lot of comedians like Louis C.K. had that you know. Type of sense of humor. He he puts himself down all yeah. the time. What he looks like, and but I don't find that it like I feel like people are more interested in me after I get done with the stand up set. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That is interesting. It's, so it's not like affecting the way people view me, but I don't know if it's good for me to keep yeah voicing. Right. I don't know. No, I completely agree with you. Yeah, I was so surprised. We had a showcase, and my set was pretty much about how. Uh, I don't like, I have you as a mother and how I'm not great in bed and I don't like to have sex. So many of my girlfriends were interested in him. Out of the woodwork, out of the woodwork. And I was like, why? why? I'm literally giving you all the reasons not to like me right now. Because you made him laugh. And And you know what? Seriously, that you hit it again. I'm going to quote Derek Pierce, the porn star. (laughs) Laughter is a great icebreaker to sex. It really is. You get if you can make someone laugh, it's like mm-hmm. so awesome. I mean, that is like such a huge turn on to women, right? Yeah, and I think you're a very authentic. People can see that, and you're different. And it's like, and you seem sweet the way you were talking mm. in the in that one. Yeah. I always say he's like such a catch. <laughs> yeah, the girls were all about it. But well, I would think guys would be about you too in that respect because I think that you're adorable. I, well, I was. There you go. That, yeah. What, what do you think? Yeah. Barely. What do you mean barely? Yes. Give me a break. No. Barely. That's not what we just heard. That was not at all what I I told you. See, this is the not confident coming out again. Yeah. Because, no, but I do feel like we get positive reinforcement when we're being self-deprecating and when we're being being like really insecure and self-hating. And that's like, it really gets me into that... Yeah. Space. I see what I know. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's hard. The self fulfilling prophecy type of thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, they're laughing. We should just get a new stand up set of just being assholes. Yeah. 
No, but you know what? Like Woody Allen, it didn't hurt his love life. I mean, that guy had tons and tons of women. Well, and... I mean, he's got a weird mom. He's got a well, weird love life now. I know what. Who knows about that whole situation? I'm just saying. I'm, I'm not saying that that that's bizarre. Okay, I don't know but if I'm he's saying before that. Yeah. He, but he had a lot of women, and you know, every, yeah. it, it wasn't like that affected his. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah. he he seemed to go after Premly, whatever her name is. <laughs> Soon, soon Lee, soon Lee. His stepdaughter. Yeah, very weird. Yeah. Well, any other? And do you have any questions for us? Um. What? No, go on. Like, okay, so I just keep getting in this. So I get in this situation, like you were saying, where you go to hook up. You there's no like. You can't hook up just a little bit anymore. Like, and I feel bad if I don't make the guy come. So then I end up like giving him head all, almost. And even if I'm not really ready to be that intimate. So it's like, so I don't know how to, you're I don't know a, how to do you, anything. You, you don't guess. owe a guy anything, by the way. If you bring a guy back to, see, I always, I, I mean, I, I brought guys back. I thought I was just going to make out. Sometimes it ended up doing more than that. But yeah. if you just want to make out and you're, you know, as long as you trust the person, don't go into someone's hotel room. But if you just right. want to make out and you say, this is all that's going to happen. Yeah. Then, you know, stick to that. You Do don't they have get to blue get, balls you, then? I feel bad. Well, They'll go home and they'll masturbate to okay. one of the stars. Okay, <laughs> it's not your problem. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I completely agree. I don't know if I have any merit anymore in this conversation. <laughs> I think I have been completely defaced. But I know that, it, yeah, I think when a girl is like clear on what she wants and what she doesn't want, it, it that's actually, I think that's kind of a turn on because then but it's. I've tried that too, and then the guy's like, "Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure?" Just like tell pressuring the, yeah, you. Yeah, tell him to fuck off. Ugh. Just, yeah, you got to be, this confidence has got to like build in you yeah. to, so that you, you make your own decisions. And if you especially, I mean, you can't be a tease and say, I'm going to have sex with you and sex with you and, sex with you, and then go back to the moment and say, I actually changed your mind. I just want to kiss you. That's not right. Yeah. You Didn't know, you but if you, uh, me, uh, no, I've never done that actually. That's you what did, I'm saying. You told me one time that you did do that. Oh, I, okay. I was in high school and I was, <laughs> sit, I was sitting on my high school boyfriend's lap and I'm like, you know, humping him and all that kind of dry humping stuff in his basement. And I turned to him and I think it was like prom or something like that. And I turned to him and I go, do you want to have sex with me? And he goes, yeah. And I go, well, I'm not ready. Uh-huh. <laughs> thing, really bad. And I was kind of like that all through like college because I didn't lose my virginity until I was like 19 or something. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's not, it's not cool to act like that. And I think that's the, you know, where I don't consider myself that kind of tease anymore you know yeah. now i'm like kind of like hey if i'm gonna do something i do it if not then i don't start oh you, you know, don't start. you just go all the way if you're gonna do well, that you know i'm in a relationship i've been in a relationship right. for eight years almost so i'm not like back in the dating world again but if i was and i mean i don't have a problem with one night stands if that's what i wanted to do but if yeah. i if i say no i don't feel guilty that the guy's gonna have blue balls that's, you know, I'm going to have the same kind of sexual feelings afterwards, too, that haven't been resolved, and I'll resolve them on that's my own. That's true. That's true. Is that ridiculous that I think that? No, no. Oh, I'm, it, no, I'm sure because guys are fucking dicks. But I do think that it, it, even though they're saying they want it, it does create the conquest if you don't give it to them immediately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It could help at your cause, yeah, by the way. Yeah. I, again, I don't think it's a game playing. It's like I've been asked that a lot. Should you have sex on the first date? What do you think? And I just think you have to like trust your gut and what you feel like is going on between the two of you. If you're really attracted to this guy and and you feel like he's like 
a decent guy and he's not like playing you and you know it's it's hard you could be played but the bottom line is if you're really attracted and you want to do it and it feels right then do it but there's nothing also wrong with saying you know like let's just take it a little slower let's right. just like let this thing build and you know the more that the tease goes on the better it's going to be when you finally do have sex except if you're with Kevin and could happen really quickly that no, I'm just kidding <laughs> that was a joke that was a joke no but I was saying mom making fun of my like, premature ejaculation <laughs> once you go down that route like you know like it, once you go past having sex you can't go oh like back to oh, let's just kiss again you know you can't go there yeah you're in a relationship right. so you know there's nothing wrong with like letting that build a little bit right. on several dates and get to know the person. And then when you guys finally do have sex, you're ready in a comfortable position to tell them what makes you, you know, what, right. what turns you on, right. what you like. Mm-hmm. But don't worry about the guilt thing. That, that comes from your upbringing. Don't worry about, like, am I sending this guy home with blue balls Do I have to have sex with him? You're not a paid hooker, well, okay? Well, it, it could also be society. You're saying that your friends kind of, well, it is interesting. Your friends kind of say don't don't go all the way with these people. Like you shouldn't be. Yeah, that, these people. they say that's my problem. Yeah. But then you have this guilt from the guys. Yeah. When, if I don't. Oh man, you are in a bind. I'm in a no, bind. she's not in a bind. No guilt from guys. That's for one thing. And no guilt from girls. Okay. <laughs> with that, if you if you know what, if you're horny and yeah. you're not like looking for a long term thing, and you got a really good friend that wants to have sex with you, why not? Yeah. What the, what the hell? There's nothing wrong with sex. Yeah. Just safe sex. Right. No. It's, follow the, it's follow a your intu- Follow the intuition. Yeah. And don't let that upbringing stuff get to you. Yeah. You're doing everything right. Ugh. Yeah. It's been, it's been a long time. We don't need to get into this. It's been it's a long fine. time. It's fine. Yeah, that's why they have a, the Lilo products. I'd like to recommend <laughs> Plug. Plug for Lilo vibrators. They're awesome. They can they, they come in all shapes and sizes. We're all. not sponsored by these people, Mom. You uh, should be. I should be sponsored by Lilo products. They are my favorite. But anyway, that's right. that's that's what I'm recommending for you right now at this Thank juncture. You. Thank you, Doctor. <laughs> Anyway, well, thank you all for tuning into this episode of Sex Talk with My Mom with Karen Lee and Cam Porter and our special guest Rochelle Meese. Oh. What is your your how do people how should people contact you one more time? Just so they go to RochelleMeese.com. There's links to all my stuff there. She's super funny. I seen her. I had the opportunity to see her early on, and I bet you're even funnier now. <laughs> and we'll put we'll put a link to it in our description. Well, thank you so much, Rochelle. Thanks. Thank you, you guys. very much. Uh, and thank you guys for tuning in. That's the end of the show. Yeah, don't forget to subscribe to our show on iTunes, Sex Talk with My Mom, and write a review if you like what you see or like what you heard, actually. Was it weird for you to talk about sex with us? Yeah. Really? Are you still feeling comfortable about it? No. But at first it was like, oh, this is such a fucking bizarre. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know if we were going to. Talk about it? Yeah, well, when I saw you the other day, I was so happy that you brought it up. And you were? Yeah, because I was like, oh, is this going to be one of the, like, her, does she think we're going to be talking about, like, her upbringing the whole time, or is this going to move into God, no. That would have been boring. Yeah, we didn't even get to that. Hmm, that'll be the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, Mom. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.